If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. with doc this is your host doc i hope everything's going well with you and yours we're going to talk about a lot of things today as usual sports news politics entertainment etc don't worry i ain't going to be gossiping about nothing i'm not going to be trying to open your third eye or tell you that i know better than you do that's not how i get down over here i hope you sit back and enjoy the show let's start off with this uh coronavirus this is some pretty scary shit, people. Uh, looks like it's coming from Asia, China, to be Pacific. And um, the experts here in the U.S. saying that this thing could kill 65 million people in a year. That is uh, some uh, bluebonic plague shit, uh, the Black Plague. It's horrifying that even something like this exists. Uh, before me, there was really no HIV. There was no SARS. Now we got this uh, coronavirus. I'm hoping for the best with this situation. I don't know if it's right now. There's not a lot of information out there. So we're going to rock with this as it goes along. I'll keep you updated as I find out things. I will let you know. Now this week, or say like a week ago, Jay-Z and this other rapper, Yo Gotti, decided to file a lawsuit against the Mississippi prisons because a bunch of prisoners, five prisoners to be exact, died there within a two-week span. And they're saying that the uh, prison is unsafe. It's the Mississippi State Penitentiary. I don't think anything in Mississippi runs right, so I can't believe that the penitentiary would run well. I've seen some pictures of this place. It's horrific. It looks like a third-world country. Just because someone has been convicted of a crime does not mean that they should be treated like animals. They should still have good health care, they still should be provided with decent food and accommodations. I know that it's not summer camp. And I'm not trying to say that. Don't put words in my mouth. Listen to what I say and take it as I give it, not as you hear it. There is no belief from Doc that you should babysit, pamper, or overdo anything with the prison system. But if you would treat a pig or a dog worse than a human, Something has to be done. If you have human rights violations and animal rights violations that are mandated by law that should be upheld, then they should be upheld when it comes to a soul-filled human life. And I don't think that this is right. I'm hoping that the powers that be get 
their act together over there, that the pressure comes down on them heavy, and that they get this shit together prontissimo. Now, there's a lot of talk of bail reform, especially coming out of New York City. And this is a touchy subject because the way I look at it, if you're in jail and you have not went to court, you have not been convicted of a crime, and we have this thing, innocent until proven guilty, at least that's in words, innocent until proven guilty. But a person can sit behind bars for five, six years in some cases, waiting to go to trial to exonerate themselves. So that is a long time. That is a long loss of life. But I am not smart enough, and I nor do I claim to be bright enough to understand how to fix this bail reform. Now, I would say that for nonviolent offenders, people who are in jails for bullshit, like jumping turnstile, and they might have had some unpaid fines, they should be allowed a decent bail and be allowed to be released on their own reconnaissance or at least on a decent bail, not an outlandish bail. Murder, rape, those are tricky subjects. You got to look into the person's past. You got to look into have, have they've offended before in this type of manner? And then you judge on an individual. I don't think that you can have a blanket law on the books that just whitewashes or washes over any of these subjects. If this abuse, crimes that use violence or weapons, they have to be handled, like I said, once again, on an individual basis. Because we can't have guys roaming the street who might have been arrested 10 times for strong arm robbery and we give him a $1,000 bail and he's out and allowed to offend against other innocent civilians again. But to have people sitting behind bars for bullshit, jumping turnstiles, not paying traffic tickets, that does not make any sense. That's, that's not fair. That's, once again, I talked about this like two weeks ago with the debtors' prison. This is a poor tax. We cannot just tax those who cannot afford legal representation, or have any way to set bail for themselves. So as you know, the Trump impeachment trial started this week. And good old Trumpino, instead of even being live and in living color, he was over in Switzerland. Oh, fuck D.C. I'm not even showing up at D.C. Now, the Senate sat there for 13 hours the first day, up until like 2 in the morning, they're just leaking out the information they want us to have. So it's not like we can just digest. And I refuse to listen to the CNBCs, the NBCs, the MSNs, and the Foxes of the world to get my information. I'm going to have to wait until everything has been released to the public because this is a long, drawn-out process, and I have a life. I'm wishing for the best, but I'm not banking on the best case scenario happening and i'll make this very clear to anybody that's listening to me right now the best case scenario is donald j trump gets removed and impeached from office but i only can keep hopeful i can't believe that the united states senators will do the right thing i think some of them are already bought and sold their souls are gone and that's just this the royce the five nine and Yellow Wolf 
had uh, some issues this week. Uh, Royce released a song called Overcomer featuring West Side Guns. And I'm going to be deadly honest. I love Royce. I really like what Royce has been doing lately. But the first two minutes and 25 seconds of this song was outrageously brutal. Then Royce took over the mic and he killed it. Now, Yellow Wolf also released a song. Now, let me backtrack just a little bit. Excuse me. On this song, Overcomer, not only does he come at Yellow Wolf, but he names Yellow Wolf by his name. No subliminals. No, uh, you got to read between the lines. He named him by name. He called him out by name. Uh, and uh, he alluded to the fact that Yella might be a racist. I've had nothing so far to prove it, but I don't dispute what Royce is saying. Uh, it's a public dispute now. That's the only reason I'm talking about it. I would like to find out more because I'm a big fan of both, but I cannot support a straight out and out racist. But until I drop Yellow Wolf from my collection, I'm going to have to have some substantiate this. So like I said, Wolf also released a song called You and Me, and the song was hot. It was one of those sing-song rap type things, and he seems to be very good at doing those where he mixes a bit of his singing with rapping. I think he's an outstanding artist. We'll find out what kind of man he is as more things leak. You know, I'm not going to get into any of the uh, Lord Jamal, Eminem type thing. I know. I think that's beneath me personally. I think it's beneath Strange Talk with Doc. That's not what we do here. But if you're interested, there is some stuff out there, and you can go find that on your own. Once again, this is Strange Talk with Doc. I'm here every Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we discuss subjects that are going on from week to week, sports, news, politics, social things, uh, murders, television, movies, new music, anything that I find interesting in the world today, and I'm trying to do it with as little gossip and rumor and innuendo as humanly possible. You'll never hear who's dating who here. You'll never hear who's worn what here. You'll never hear anything about somebody that some news has just been leaked online. And to a substantiated, I'm not even going to discuss it. So we had some people. Well, actually, two people were killed and five was injured following a shooting at a concert last Sunday in San Antonio. I was at the uh, Museum Reach, San Antonio's M Museum Reach, which is on the Riverwalk, which is a big venue for San Antonio. This is like their uh, tourist area, which I'm shocked to hear that something like this happened. But once again, we have these mass shooters. And, you know, it's January. It's late January. It's the 25th of January. And we had to have them. This is what we do in America right now. You know, there was also another mass shooting where uh, two people were killed and 15 were hurt in Kansas City. And this happened at the Nine Ultra Lounge, supposedly right after the Kansas City Chiefs had uh, clinched their spot in the Super Bowl. Some kind of nonsense set off there. I mean, that's two dead and 15 shot. This, this is horrendous, man. We... The fact that people don't value life is amazing to me. 
It's one of the, it's the only thing that's worth a damn. Everything else wilters and rolls away, including life one day. But to have it snuffed out when you're just going out that try to have a good time makes no fucking sense, man. I wish we as a people, and I mean all people, would just get some kind of grip so we could turn this thing around. At least eradicate that. It's it's not like it's a disease that needs a pill or treatment. It's just a mindset that others are beneath you and you can just stomp on them like a roach. And I want that gone. I would love that to be gone in my lifetime. So Trump is out there, even with these shootings, and you know this information gets to his desk. He's out there stroking and rowling up gun owners by saying your Second Amendment is under serious attack in the great Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, this was on MLK Day where they decided that they're going to have a rally, a gun rally on MLK Day, which we all know was set up strategically and he's saying that the Democrats are trying to take your guns away and that the Republicans will win in Virginia in 2020 and he would like to thank the Dems for doing this but he just does this to rile up this this group that follows him blindly with no intelligence they don't look or even try to figure out what he's doing and saying does it make any good sense it does not matter to them so Trump shitted on New York. He told him he's not going to give them the funding for this $200, $200 billion seawall. Okay. New York wants to build some kind of a retainer wall around the city so that floods and storms will not overtake it. First of all, he was wrong about the $200 billion. It won't cost that much. I think it was $110 billion, which is still an outlandish amount of money. He said that it will look terrible. It probably won't work anyway. But then he goes out of his way and very unpresidential again. Sorry, you'll have to get your mops and bucket as though those lives and those people don't even matter. Just get a fucking here's a storm. Go get a mop and a bucket. You pieces of shit. This dude is crazy. Then Kellyanne Conway says that. Martin Luther King would oppose Trump being impeached and that the president agrees with the many things that the slain civil rights leaders stood for. Where do we find any correlation between Martin Luther King Jr. and Donald J. Trump? I would like somebody to draw that line for me. Please reach out to Doc. I don't care what you got to do. Reach me on Facebook, on Instagram, or Twitter, and you take two seconds of your life and explain to me the correlation between MLK and Donald Trump. One man stood for peace, love, and togetherness. One man is a divider, a possible white supremacist, an elitist, and the two just do not mesh at all. And for Kellyanne Conway to say something that's stupid just goes to show you she's a dingleberry. So I want to talk a little television because we're not going to try to keep this show very long today. I watched Power. I watched two episodes of Power. I watched the Paz episode and then the Tommy episode. And I thought they were both outstanding. I'm very happy with these last three episodes, Dre to Paz to Tommy. I can't say that I'm disappointed. 
you know, power is going to be power. It's going to be really ridiculous from time to time, but it's a damn good show. I watched The Good Doctor also. Sean finally had sex. So now that's not the big news to me. The big news is how is Sean going to react now that he's sexually active? What kind of issues is going to cause for him moving forward? I love the show. I like this young guy who plays the doctor with autism. I think he's an outstanding actor because when I watch him on screen, I'm actually feeling like I'm watching somebody with uh, autism. So we have this brand new show called 9-11 Lone Star. And I'm going to tell you just from my personal opinion, it is not the gospel. It's just my opinion. Stay away from this. This was an hour and a half of total bullshit. I really, really hated the show. I hated the show so much that I had episode two uh, on my TiVo ready to go. I was going to watch it back to back and I deleted it instead. And in agreement with my wife, we are never going back. 911, the original show uh, from L.A. with uh, Angela Bassett and those guys, that's bad enough. But at least I like those people. This was just stupid. This one with Rob Lowe didn't make any sense. It was as though they took scenes out of um, the movie with the the football players in jail, and he wanted the uh, most... He wanted firefighters who had the most fucked up stories. I mean, people that seemed like you couldn't rely on in an emergency. Okay, yeah, those are the people I want as my whole crew. I'm not going, I'm not looking for one decent person on the crew, including my own son. There was no law and order this week. I was kind of shocked and surprised. But I guess every show's got to take a break, even though they just fucking came back from a break. Uh Criminal Minds was outstanding because it really didn't deal with a unsub in a typical manner. It was a lot about incel men. Uh, so I found it quite interesting. It was like three stories blended into one, all involving incel men. So if you have not seen that, give it a look. I got into this show called Lincoln Rhymes. Lincoln Rhymes, the first two episodes was very good. I'm now a fan. I will be hanging in there. This Is Us is This Is Us. We had a Randall episode. The Randall episode was outstanding. It was Randall melting down. If you're not into This Is Us, um, please just give the show a try. Start from season one and work your way. And I guarantee you will be a fan of this show. SWAT was outstanding. It was like a pretty much like a three-parter that concluded this week. It was a good storyline. They threw us a curveball, so you really didn't see what was coming, and it ended up being very good. Curve Your Enthusiasm came back. Larry David, the mind of Larry David is a sick, ill place. It is a very ill place, and this character, Larry David, who plays himself on the show, is a dude who I'm still trying to figure out after 10 seasons, how is he still even alive? How somebody has not just killed him. But the shit is funny, and I highly recommend it. So you get a chance, please see Curb Your Enthusiasm. It is a great show. It's on HBO. The older seasons are out there. You can look those up if you need to start at the beginning. There is no bad landing spot in this series at all. 
any episode you watch, Larry's going to be doing something that's going to take Seinfeld to the 10th power. It's going to be ridiculous. It's grown-up humor. So there's cussing, there's sex, there are things of that nature. This is not network television, so they don't have to pretend they're on network television. So we got a whole nother week of Super Bowl hype. We got Kansas City and San Francisco. And I'm not going to really get into that today. I just want to let you know if you've been living in a cave that Kansas City Chiefs will be playing the San Francisco 49ers on 2-2 at 6.30 p.m. next Sunday. I Like I said, I will discuss this further next Saturday's show. Hopefully somebody will be sitting in with me because it's going to be a very sports-heavy show. But um, like I said, I'm going to move on from there. Derek Jeter, the captain of the New York Yankees, who won five World Series during his reign with the Yankees, was elected to the Hall of Fame on Tuesday. He got 396 out of a possible 397 ballots. Some fucking lunatic decided not to vote for Derek Jeter. I don't understand it. This man had like almost 3,400 hits. He's a five-time champion, a million-time all-star, gold glove winner, silver bat. I mean, who could not vote for Derek Jeter? I mean, he during his playing career, he pretty much never even made a bad headline. Um, so I don't understand this. I don't understand who would say that Derek Jeter didn't have the numbers to be a Hall of Famer. It makes no sense, but, you know, it's only by one he missed it. Mariano Rivera, his ex-teammate, or former teammate, will go down still as the only unanimous choice as so far. So that means the people that did not make the cut, Kurt Schilling still didn't make the cut, Roger Roger Clemens didn't make the cut, Barry Bonds all did not make the cut. It's going to be an interesting year next year this night. A lot of what you call huge name superstars on the list for 2021. So we'll see how that works out. Maybe as time goes on, the voters will become more and more uh, lenient towards the PED era. And because some of the biggest names in the history of baseball can get in, Manny can get in. Uh, like I said, Roger, Sammy Sosa, Barry. Palmero, these guys are all sitting on the outside wondering if and when they'll ever get a chance. So Zion Williams returns. He returned, I believe, Wednesday night against my Spurs. He lost, but he put on a hell of a show, scored 17 straight points. He didn't have that burst, but he was hitting some open shots. And he also played last night. He scored another 15 points, but he lost again. So you know what? I had the Pelicans not listed in my game of the weeks, but I now have to add Pelican games because Zion is the one that everybody right now wants to see. We got the NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. Now, we're about two weeks away from that, but the All-Star starting teams have been named, and I'm going to name the, the 10 guys real briefly and move on. Trey Young, this is the East team. Trey Young, Kimball Walker, the Greek Freak, Pascal Siakam, Joel Embiid, that's your starting five for the East. Your West is Luka Doncic, James Harding, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. 
there's been some noise out there that on the east, Mr. Butler, Jimmy Butler was screwed. And I guess they want to take Trey Young out of the starting lineup and put uh, Jimmy Butler in there. But I think Trey earned it. So I'm not going to take anything away from Trey Young at all. Trey Young earned it. This dude is out there killing for a team that stinks in Atlanta, which means that defense is allowed to lock in on him. And he's still putting up like 29 points a game at two pounds. So I am not taking anything away from him. Like I said, so we got some games. These are the games of the week, and I go through them very fast. So as to not bore you, today we got the Mavs versus the Jazz. That should be a good game. We got the Lakers are playing the 76ers later tonight. Tomorrow we got the Rockets versus the Nuggets. New Orleans versus the Celtics. Monday you got the Mavs versus OKC. Rockets versus the Jazz. Tuesday, you got the Celtics are playing the Heat, and the Lakers are playing the Clippers. That's Tuesday night. Then you also have New Orleans playing the Cavs. And once again, this is not a game that would normally make my games of the week, but because Zion is in it, I have to put that down. Thursday, you got the Jazz versus the Nuggets. Friday, you got the Mavs versus the Rockets. And also, New Orleans plays Memphis Friday night. And those are your NBA games of the week as thought of by Doc. So we had a sad moment in the NBA this week. Delonte West, who was a former NBA basketball player, I believe he played for the Mavs. I believe he played for the Cavs and the Celtics. And he played for St. Joe's with Jameer Nelson. I mean, it was a up-and-coming nobody ever heard of these guys before. And that team went deep in the NCAA tournament. And they were... From that, they were allowed to go on and have pretty decent NBA careers. But Delonte seems to be having a lot of problems since he's left the NBA, and I feel bad for him. I feel bad for anybody that's struggling with drug addiction or mental health issues, and they're not getting the help that they need, either because they don't think they need it, or they're just avoiding it, or it's not there for them. So I just want to cover the bases with that. But the Maryland police officer who was suspended for filming him, not only in handcuffs, but taking the beat down, he should be ashamed of himself. His job is to protect and to serve, not to fucking out people and put them on social media and make situations that are already horrendous worse. He has a job to do, and his job is not to embarrass citizens. So I applaud the Maryland Police Department for suspending him. But I hope it's not when they'll slap on the wrist, you know, you suspended on Thursday and you're allowed to come back to work on Saturday type deal. This man has to learn. He needs some sensitivity training because this is bullshit, man. We didn't want to see this. I mean, I guess it needed to be out there. Things happen for a reason. And it got out there so that people could see his condition. And his condition, it, it did not make me happy. And you know what? The people online, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and places like that who took the time, the energy, and the effort to make fun of this man when they might have a Delonte West as a cousin, an uncle, a brother, you're a real piece of shit. You act like your fucking world is perfect, but then you want to dog this dude out, a stranger. You don't even dog out your own fucking cousin, uncle, aunt, maybe it's your mother even. 
So until you live in a glass house and ain't no fucking stones around, don't start throwing stones at other people's house. So Antonio Brown, once again, Antonio Brown has another week of nonsense. This guy just can't. I mean, one of the most talented football players who has ever lived at any time. He just cannot stay out of trouble. So it finally led to an arrest. He's out on bail now. He should be chilling out, having parties at his crib about the Super Bowl that's coming up in Florida. He lives in Florida. But yet and still, he has to bail himself out, have a mugshot put out there, be put in a suicide mock. I mean, you know, just ridiculous, man. Now he's got to to live up to all these standards. They're going to drug test him, alcohol test him. And who says that he has a problem with any of that? Now he can't even fucking really go out and enjoy himself at the Super Bowl like he should. And if he does show up at the Super Bowl, he's going to bring a circus with him. So I hope that he could take a chill pill. I hope that this was literally bottom for him and that he starts climbing up to the top. Because when you got that kind of talent, this is ungodly or God-given talent that Antonio has. Most people will not be good at whatever job they do as good as he is at his job because he is at a Hall of Fame level at what he did. Most people are not Hall of Fame levels at what they do, but he's also a Hall of Fame level fuck up. But I'm wishing the best for Antonio. We got the UFC. They're coming out of um, Raleigh, North Carolina tonight. Curtis Blades is going up against Juju. Junior Del Santo. I like both of these guys, so I'm just hoping for a good fight. I'm not going to actually pick. Rafael Del Sanos is also fighting Michael Chiesa. This is not a big name heavy card for the UFC, but that does not mean that it will not be entertaining. I think this is a freebie on ESPN. Don't quote me on that, but I know I think the prelims at least are on ESPN, and if not, they're on ESPN+. Plus. Also tonight, I don't usually watch it, but I will see it tomorrow morning, Bellator, because Chris Cyborg is fighting. I have got to see what she has left in the tank. Uh, she's fighting over at Bellator on Bellator 238. They're on some wacky-ass uh, digital uh, download channel. I think you have to sign up for sign up a membership, and that's the way that you get to see that fight. But this has been Doc. And this is Strange Talk with Doc, and I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate if you share, like, especially leave me some kind of comment, any kind of feedback, negative or positive, is all good to me. I don't get too hype over positive, and I damn sure don't get shot down over negative. Maybe there's some things that I need to improve to make myself more enjoyable to your ears. And if you let me know what that is, or you want to join in, feel free to look me up, Google, search me. Wherever you do your searching, you can reach me. You can call in. This show is always welcome callers, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time. You enjoy your Saturday. You enjoy, enjoy your upcoming week. And peace to you, people, and peace to yours. <laughs>